Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Thanks for listening to the Best of Heard Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. This is the Best of the Herd with Colin Cowher on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the Herd. I'm Joy Taylor filling in for Colin Cowherd today and tomorrow as... Colin and Jason are enjoying a much-needed vacation after a long football season. This is when we all kind of scurry off to our corners of the world uh-huh. to enjoy some time <laughs> off. I'm joined by Alex Curry in studio, which you will be in with me tomorrow as well. Uh, it's been a nice week, nice calm week in the sports world. It's, oh, yeah. It's all-star break, so there's not a whole lot going on in the NBA, we are gearing up for not the second half of the season. We call it the second half of the season. But there's but it's like really 24, like, 23 regular season yeah, games tw- left. Yeah, 22, 23 games yeah. left, depending on who you're playing for. And, of course, we are now in the NFL offseason, so there's all kinds of news for the NFL offseason. A lot of quarterback movement, which is an amazing development for the NFL and for us yeah. as we embark on the new NFL season with the uh, the. The trades starting to to come up. We will talk to Carmen Vitali in studio. She's a Fox Sports NFC North reporter about some of the action that will be happening around there. She had a very interesting article on FoxSports.com about 
Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes, which I can't wait to talk to her about. And Rick Buecher will be in studio with us to talk about the not second half of the NBA season, <laughs> but the rest of the NBA season and heading into the postseason. And he will also be with us later on Speak, as I will as well, with Emmanuel Acho, Dave Hellman, Rick Buecher, and uh, Shady McCoy. So you can join us at 4.30 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for hanging out with us today, myself and Alex. And let's get started with Kevin Durant. So... Pretty massive news in the NBA that Kevin Durant would be joining the Phoenix Suns after what's called an interesting time in Brooklyn. And the expectations, of course, immediately skyrocket, as they should. KD is on any given night one of the best players in the NBA. And the owner, the new owner of the Phoenix Suns, talked a little bit about the expectations that they should have. Matt Ishba said, Ishbia said, I don't look at it a risk as a risk at all. I look at it as a vision and a decision. And you go with your decisions and you run with it. It doesn't mean everything's going to work out or that we're going to win multiple championships. And you know, it was right. You have to play the games. I don't need to come in and win in the first year, but at the same time, there's nothing in my life that I don't want to win at. We're going to try to win at everything we do. And so I don't look at it as a risk at all. Obviously when Kevin Durant moves, there's a conversation of expectations. And there is a conversation to be had about the risk of bringing in a superstar. Obviously, if you can bring in a superstar like Kevin Durant, you do it. But with that comes expectations. And if you don't reach expectations, there's going to be conversations about the success that you've had there. Now, as the owner of the Suns, he's looking for you know the next 50 years. He's got plenty of time to write the legacy of his time there in Phoenix. But with Kevin Durant, I do find it very interesting, the conversations that we have about him. We often get very carried away with these trades and moves and the, <clears throat> and the expectations of how quickly this should all come together. Kevin Durant is probably the easiest plug-and-play superstar that we have in the NBA. The Phoenix Suns are a, a well-run organization on the court. They have, obviously, a lot of talent. They've been there the past few years and been in contention. And the West is wide open. So any team in the West with a healthy superstar or superstars should have a chance. And as I said, they don't have half a season left. They have around 22 games left. But how quickly will this come together? I often go back to the Miami Heat. Obviously, I spent a lot of time in Miami, and I remember when the big three came together and the expectations spiraled out of control immediately. But they ended up going to four straight finals and winning two championships. So overall, I, I deem that a success. What I thought was interesting about Ishbia's quote was that he said they didn't have to win this year. I think that's something that we should consider when we're talking about this Kevin Durant move. Chris Paul and Devin Booker have both missed time this year. Kevin Durant, by the way, is not back yet. He is coming off of an injury as well. And the conversation will quickly turn to it's a failure if they don't go far in the Western Conference Finals or go to the NBA Finals. I don't think that's a realistic conversation to have about the Phoenix Suns. Now, I will admit, at first I was like, this is championship or bust, and it's Kevin Durant, they're going straight to the finals. It sometimes take a, takes a little time for it to come together, and as I mentioned, he is coming off of an injury. It's hard to manage expectations when it comes to Kevin Durant. And I, I think the conversation around Kevin Durant often turns to toxic, and I, I've been discussing it the past couple days it's always bothered me how Kevin Durant's career is, has been viewed because we just erase the first nine years of his basketball career. We just ignore the time that he spent with the Sonics 
and the thunder. And it's very strange to me because it's it's always that he's a mercenary and everywhere he goes, it should be championship expectations. And if he doesn't win, it's a failure. And Brooklyn was a disaster. And he left the Golden State Warriors and he wasn't responsible for the, the championships there. He walked into a ready-made situation. It, it's just not accurate. He spent nine seasons with the Supersonics and the Thunder. They went to Western Conference Finals. They went to Finals. He was Rookie of the Year. He was a league MVP. Like He did his time. He's allowed to have mobility. It's, it's a very strange notion when it comes to Kevin Durant that he is, he's, he doesn't have the right to have control over his career. He doesn't have the right to have movements. And that when he goes somewhere, immediately he should have a championship or it's failure. It's always all on Kevin Durant, but then it's never on Kevin Durant. It's always Kevin Durant's job to win the championship, but when he won the championships, he wasn't responsible for them. I just think we should have a little more perspective on Kevin Durant, his expectations that he should have this year, what he's done throughout his career, what he did with the Thunder, what he did with the Warriors, what really happened in Brooklyn. And I like Ishbia's mentality that it doesn't have to happen this year. I'm excited to see Kevin Durant in a situation with talent around him. Again, the Suns, competitive for the past few years, and to be in a situation where they can actually build. I don't look at this as a, a mercenary move. I think Kevin Durant's earned the right to control his career and the mobility of it. And I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in Phoenix, even if it doesn't have to happen this season. So someone else who might be moving around, I hope not, but is Lamar Jackson. There's uh, going to be a conversation about Lamar Jackson on probably every show for the next six months when we're discussing what's going to happen with him and the Ravens. And the more I talk about Lamar Jackson and his contract situation, the more I'm on Lamar's side. I don't have sympathy for teams who act funny when it's time to pay the quarterback. They're like confused. Oh my God. I didn't know I had to write a check to the franchise quarterback. How did this happen? Do we budget for this? I don't understand teams that act like they don't know what the market is. I know what the market is for the quarterback. You should definitely know what the price is for a franchise quarterback. They always act funny. It's, it's new. It's a, it's a shock that it's their turn to pay the quarterback. Unless it's an organization that's planned for it. And then we find out when the, when the check is signed with Patrick Mahomes. The conversation around the Ravens is, are they a team that can win without a franchise quarterback? Because they've done it before. They did it with Trent Dilfer, and they did it with Joe Flacco. To me, that was a different time. That was a different era. We have no evidence in the last 10 years, specifically the last Ravens Super Bowl, that you can win without a franchise quarterback. Let's just take a look at the Super Bowl winners over the last 10 years. Russell Wilson, Tom Brady... Peyton Manning, Nick Foles, Patrick Mahomes, Matthew Stafford. Now, you might be able to pitch me Peyton Manning was not the catalyst for that, but I'm not going to go as far as to say that Peyton Manning wasn't somewhat responsible for that Super Bowl, that Super Bowl run, and is not a franchise quarterback. The really only outlier that you have here is Nick Foles. And is, is that what you're going to plan for? You're going to plan to be the outlier? It just doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me. Those Ravens teams were built differently. Even if you have a defense that you can rely on, which, which they do. They have the number three scoring defense this year. 
when Rose, Roquan Smith was added around week nine, they gave up 14.7 points per game, second only to the Niners, who also, by the way, didn't win a championship because they don't have a franchise quarterback. The problem is your offense also has to score. So it's great that you're holding opposing offenses to a very low number, but then your offense has to score more points than their offense. That's how it works. This is the modern NFL. Do you really feel comfortable going out there scoring 12.5 points per game? How great is your defense going to have to be every day? With Lamar Jackson, they average 25 points per game. Without, 12.5. He wins 74% of his regular season games. They're the second worst offense in the league without Lamar Jackson. I just don't, I don't get the concept of not keeping Lamar Jackson. Why would I consider you to be contenders without a franchise quarterback in the modern NFL? I understand if you've done it before. I understand the teams are trying to do it now. That's why I brought up the Niners. The Niners don't have a franchise quarterback. They don't win a Super Bowl. Did they go to the Super Bowl? No. And why? Because they didn't have a quarterback. I understand the quarterbacks were injured, but guess who did that to them? The opposing defense. I just... I can't wrap my mind around the Ravens being a contender, a true contender without Lamar Jackson. And I understand that the market is outrageous because of Deshaun Watson, but that's not Lamar Jackson's responsibility. And if he's, if he's hell-bent on, on matching that or getting an, an, an entirely guaranteed contract, perhaps it's a different conversation. But I have to imagine that he wants a long-term deal with a lot of guaranteed money that you can structure in a way that keeps him in the building and keeps you as actual championship contenders. To me, if you don't have a franchise quarterback, I don't consider you to be a contender. And maybe that's good enough for the Ravens. Maybe that's good enough for some organizations to just be in the playoffs and just be in contention for the division. And that's enough. But if you want to win a Super Bowl, you've got to have Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, Russell Wilson, Peyton Manning, or you can bet on Nick Foles, which look, worked out for the Eagles, but I don't know that I want to try to be the outlier. I want to try to be the rule, particularly if I want to build an organization that's going to be there year after year in contention for the Super Bowl. So I say, try and figure it out with Lamar Jackson. You're going to need to score more than 12.5 points per game to win in today's NFL. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. So I teased uh, a little earlier that about what's going on with the Niners. I know Niners fans don't think I like them very much. That is not true. I think the Niners are a great organization, and I love when the Niners are competitive. I think the NFL is better when teams like the Niners are competitive. They're always competitive, though, and they always lack a quarterback. That is the theme with the Niners. Even when they had a quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo, they weren't sure about him and then moved on to Trey Lance. And Albert Breer talked about this particular year and how much it matters for Trey Lance. Here's Albert Breer. I think really as much as anything else, this is a critical year for Trey because they got to make a decision on his fifth-year option after this year. And what history tells us is if you get past that point, you get past year three and the fifth-year option hasn't been picked up, an extension hasn't been done, Generally, those guys are on their last legs with the teams that they're with. So, yeah, I mean, I think this is a critical year because of where he is in his contract. You know, and I think this is a critical year in that if he doesn't deliver, if Brock doesn't deliver, then they have to look at other options outside. 
the organization because of how good their roster is. They never have a quarterback. I bang the drum about this all the time. I was just talking about the Ravens. It's really great design to have a, an awesome roster. I think it's very important to have an awesome roster. Look at what happened in the Super Bowl. Almost everyone felt that the Philadelphia Eagles had the better roster, had the better team after the quarterback. And by the way, Jalen Hurts was an all-pro. They lost because of what? Patrick Mahomes. It's the quarterback. It's always the quarterback. All season long, everyone was telling me about the San Francisco 49ers. And I love the Niners, but they don't have a quarterback. And I don't want to hear about how they got knocked out in the playoffs. They got knocked out. It's not like they missed the flight. They were removed from the game by the other team's defense. You need to have a healthy quarterback. It's just, just what it is. I'm right. I'm right about this. You have to have a franchise quarterback, and they've got to be healthy. That's just the way it goes. If you want to win a Super Bowl, which is what the, the San Francisco 49ers are attempting to do, that's what has to happen. And life comes at you fast because for, for, for a brief shining moment, we thought that they were going to get away with the Trey Lance not possibly not being the guy thing. And then Brock Purdy gets injured and he still hasn't had surgery. Tom Pelissero of NFL Media said that Purdy had a pre-op visit and because of inflammation, they can't have the surgery right now. He has to have... Uh, surgery on his elbow and that's getting pushed back and that delays his return. So as great as he played, he might not be available to start the season. As Albert Breer just mentioned, this is a very critical time for Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo is probably not going to be there next year. So once again, you're in the exact same situation that you were at the beginning of the season. You just have less backups available to you. The Niners have an injury problem as well. They have the most games missed to injury and illness since 2017 in the league. 1,485. They have a lot of things that have to go their way. They're a constantly injured team. That's the, that's the number. Like I didn't, I didn't make that up. I'm not imagining that they are constantly injured. They are an always injured team. They don't have a franchise quarterback. And despite how great the roster is and how great the coaching is every single year, they fall short. And in my opinion, it's because they have not solved the quarterback position. We constantly talk about the Niners as they're, they're the team that it's not, it's not a quarterback driven team. All the teams are quarterback driven teams. All of them, every team, all the teams that you can name in the NFL are quarterback driven teams. All of it. Stop saying that, please. <laughs> Please stop saying it. It's just, it's just factually inaccurate. If you are talking about being a Super Bowl contender, you've got to have a quarterback. You, you, have to, you have to have one. If you want to make the playoffs, if you want to win a playoff game, if you want to be competitive and cute, that's fine. You don't need a quarterback. But you've got to have a franchise quarterback who is healthy and available if you want to win a Super Bowl. I, I feel like I'm saying something that's very obvious, but I'm constantly getting pushback on this when it comes to the Niners, and it's just not, it's just not true. And now you're in a situation with Trey Lance as Albert Breer mentioned, that you really have to find out if he's the guy and you got to find out immediately. And while we moved off of the conversation of well, whether this was a huge mistake that set the team back because of all the picks that they used on him because of how Brock Purdy was playing, now Brock Purdy is injured and he's not going to be out there for a while. He hasn't even had surgery yet to begin the rehab to get back out there. It's just, it's concerning and it's why when we talk about these Super Bowl windows with teams with great rosters and great situations, they never last as long as you think they do for any number of reasons. It's just, I'm, I'm going to be watching this team very closely this offseason. I think Trey Lance can do it, but we, we haven't seen or heard anything that positive about the situation to be sure about it.
Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, visit decovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. We're very excited to be joined by Carmen Vitali, Fox Sports, NFC North reporter, and was previously a staff writer for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You can follow her on social media at V. Thank you for joining us, Carmen. I am so excited to be here. This is so much fun. We love having you here. Um, I love your stuff, and I got to quote one of your one of your pieces, which we'll talk about in just a moment. Um, the other day on on Speak, which I I really loved. So that's that's a little tease for just a few minutes. Mm. But we were just talking about Justin Fields, and I find the Justin Fields conversation very interesting because I feel I am a little more pro Justin Fields than most people. Mm-hmm. I think he has a lot of potential. I think he was a great college player and he wasn't just a runner in college. He's been, in my opinion, forced to be just a runner (laughs) in the NFL. But now the Bears have the number one overall pick and there are some quarterbacks available. What do they do with the number one overall pick? I mean, the right answer is trading out. That has to be the right answer at this point. Very rarely do you have the number one overall pick and you don't need a quarterback. And I'm also very pro Justin Fields. The reason he ran for over a thousand yards this year is because he had to. He had absolutely no protection. He had no offensive line. And if you don't trade out, you're not going to get an offensive line for him. So, I mean, even if you, if you decide that you're in love with Bryce Young, 
I mean, what, he's like 5'10", 195 on a good day when he's soaking wet? Like, you need an offensive line to protect him. But if you take that and you don't get more capital, it's going to be very hard to build a protection bubble around him. So I think, A, Fields is started in this system and the system is starting to be tailored towards him and he's the he's the future the the player that he is is the future of the league in in general these dual threat quarterbacks the ones that can really hurt you with your legs those are being you know taken into account when it comes to the run scheme now and you know how hard it is for defenses to have to account for a quarterback that can run on top of backs that running backs in the backfield and the bears have a couple good ones if they hang on to david montgomery so i think the answer is to trade out with you mentioned all the holes that the bears have to fill uh, you don't really have a choice and I want to look at this kind of as a two-year process I don't want Bears fans to think oh you know we have all this capital now we can turn this team around in one year that's not going to happen but if you think of this as more of a two-year process now you're going to trade back and you could potentially get more capital for 2024 is like along with the lines of another first round pick so it makes way too much sense I think most of this is a smokescreen by Ryan Poles Hmm. I think he's very uh, I mean, this is, it, it may be, you know, his first GM job, but he came from Kansas City. This is nothing new to him. He's manipulating that rumor mill as much as possible because if you think that you, you're already going to get a haul for the number one overall pick, right? If now teams think that they have to persuade the Bears not to take Bryce Young or whatever quarterback that they're in love with, that could drive the price up even more. Well, yeah, it doesn't really benefit them to say right now that right. we're going to stick with Justin Fields. Now, that's sort of where I usually get caught up because... I do think a young quarterback needs confidence mm-hmm. and needs to know the team is behind him. Right. And I don't know that Justin Fields has done anything on the field to guarantee that he not be in this conversation. Right. So that's, that's, I'm able to apply reason to it because normally I would say, okay, I get it, but you're also crushing the confidence of your young quarterback. But in this situation, I do think Justin Fields has a little bit more developing to do before he can, you know, demand that they not have this conversation and play the smokescreen game. But most overall, I'm hoping that I, that you're right, which is why I would agree with you. Like I'm so I'm like, let's speak this into existence because it just makes more sense for them to trade out of that Absolutely. spot when you have someone like Justin Fields. Okay. So you have an amazing article on foxsports.com. Go look it up. Carmen Vitali is joining us and you talked about Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. And I mean, I look, I have lots of thoughts about Aaron Rodgers as all of us do. Thanks to Aaron Rodgers inviting us into his life say, every week. This is the monster of his own making. Yes, absolutely. His responsibility. Yes. Uh, I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for the foot. I didn't ask for all this information. No, I love we, it. I, I love the crazy. Oh. I love the chaos. I, I love having something to talk about and laugh about. And it's so weird. We love the content. It's so oh clear. I just didn't, I didn't ask for it. No. I, did, I didn't ask for it. But you have a very interesting perspective on how the season went for Patrick Mahomes yeah. and how we praise and look at Patrick Mahomes and what happened with Aaron Rodgers. So obviously you have to go read it, but talk a little bit about where you were going with that. Well, yeah, I mean, I think actually it, it kind of caused quite a stir. Not, not, not thanks to the fact that you retweeted it, Joyce. So thank you very much. <laughs> um, but it was one of those things where they started in very similar spots. They were dealt very similar cards at the beginning of the season. I know Patrick Mahomes still had Travis Kelsey. But when you think about the fact that Devontae Adams was responsible for the biggest production share of any one player to his team, you lost that. But you didn't change your scheme at all. And the thing is, if Patrick Mahomes had Travis Kelsey, Aaron Rodgers had a two-headed monster in the backfield with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, and they didn't adapt. They didn't evolve their scheme at all. They didn't become, I think we all thought they were going to be a run-first team, 
and they had seven first round picks to start the season on that defense. That defense severely underperformed too. So it's not necessarily all in Aaron Rodgers, but a, the offense didn't evolve. B, Aaron didn't, couldn't be bothered to work with some of these younger guys that he was now going to have to work with. And Patrick Mahomes did. And in the Super Bowl, look at the guys that caught touchdown passes for him. They're guys that are younger players. I don't think we're thinking that, you know, Kadarius Tony is a world beater. I mean, he was a first round pick, but he's had a career resurgence at this point. And then Sky Moore, a rookie. So it can be done, but it's because Mahomes was like, he took the first phase of OTAs and he made it all his own. He went down to Texas with these guys. He was working out with them, did all that. Aaron Rodgers was nowhere to be found at OTAs. And when you have new guys coming in, especially young ones, you have to be able to get comfortable with them, especially in a system like Rodgers, who, I mean, the amount of, some of the players said that he probably changed maybe a third of the plays this year, like on the offense. And if you don't know his tendencies, his ticks, exactly where he wants you to be, the cadences he has, if you're not comfortable with that yet and he's not comfortable with you, it's not going to work. And that's what we saw for most of the season. I love it so much. <laughs> I love it because it's, it's such a, it just got washed over. Like Devonte leaves and they're like, yeah, we're going to be fine. We're going to do the same thing. How are you going to be fine? <laughs> fine how? What is fine? It's, it's Devonte Adams. It's, do you know how much volume he gets? You're not replacing the volume. And then Aaron Rodgers is not putting in the time to develop these young wide receivers. Yeah. And then it was their fault. Like, actually, no, it is Aaron Rodgers' fault. If we're going to put Aaron Rodgers yep. on that pedestal that we put a Patrick Mahomes on, it can be done, which is the most important line of what you just said. It can be done. It can be done. And it can be done at the highest level in the biggest game of the season in the Super Bowl. You said something on Speak that I loved, and it was that the... God, now, now I'm cold, totally blank on what it was. It was the fact that Aaron Rodgers, that first pass of the season to Christian Watson... 87-yard bomb, Christian Watson, you know, drops it. drops it. And everybody else on the desk was like, well, that was Christian Watson's fault. No, it wasn't. He's not used to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers isn't used to him. He doesn't know exactly where to place that ball, or Christian Watson doesn't know exactly where to be. I mean, yes, it went through his arms. But, like, if you have reps with that, that's not happening. Why would it be Christian Watson's fault? It's the Hall of Famer's fault. Yes. It's the back-to-back -back league MVP's fault. It's not his fault. Like, is it literally his fault? He dropped the ball? Yes. But the, 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 the actions, the prep, what favors the prepared? That's why you practice. That's what practice is for. So, we talk about practice. <laughs> we talk about practice. Yes, and in this situation, it matters. Um, all right, so let's talk a little bit about Lamar Jackson. That's that's the other major story this this off season. I think the Ravens are crazy. I, I don't I don't have any sympathy for organizations who get shocked when it's time to pay for this. It's like getting your your mortgage uh, payment comes to your house. What do you mean I pay for this house? <laughs> like yeah, that's what things cost money. Like franchise quarterbacks. Now, obviously, I understand. The Browns are terrible at business. They blew the market up for Deshaun Watson, but that's not Lamar Jackson's fault. I do, however, think they can come to a reasonable, however expensive, check for Lamar Jackson that would keep him there, and I don't think that they should even be mentioned in the conversation of contenders if he's not there. Oh, yeah. I, the thing about all of this is, why weren't you already prepared? We're talking about luck favors the prepared yeah why weren't you already prepared for this day i don't know you knew I, this day I, was coming. I don't know why they never i don't know i never know they're always like oh what what we have to pay our franchise quarterback all of this money our franchise our former mvp 
franchise quarterback? I mean, if there's any doubt that Lamar Jackson, I mean, he's the one that really started the ball rolling on this really dual threat quarterback that can hurt you with his legs, that runs really well, all that other stuff. He's the one that really got that ball rolling in the modern era right now. And the fact that you've tailored the entire system for him, you tailored your offense. How in the world are you going to get rid of this guy? But now he doesn't seem so happy. You saw his Instagram post. He was like, he, see, he seems to be very, feeling very undervalued. But this is the other thing too. He's not working with an agent. And agents, I mean, I want you to get all your money. I want you to get all the money. I don't want you to have to give 10%. But I mean, we all kind of have to do that in our respective professions. And that's just kind of how it is. But at the same time, that agent is so valuable in un, like setting your expectations correctly and Go, being the go-between between the team and you, like you don't want to be in that room when people are trying to assign a dollar value to you. So of course Lamar doesn't feel very valued, and of course the Ravens don't want to give him a Deshaun Watson type deal because no one wants to. Well, he's 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 working with his mother as his mother is, is working as his agent. Yeah. Um. So he's not directly negotiating. Yeah. It is going through her. She's he's just not using a one of the bigger agencies. I. I get the guaranteed money issue. I don't yeah. think that any team is going to give any team is not just the Ravens. Right. No, for sure. Particularly the one team where the owner came out and said, I don't like that deal. <laughs> I don't think any organization is going to do that. I think the owners were, I don't think we know the mm -hmm. owners were not happy with that deal. Absolutely. They weren't happy with the Browns ownership for doing that. And I do believe that they all got together and were like, yeah, nobody else do this. This is not how we're going to do business. And also, I don't think from a business perspective, if I can remove the, you know, humans working in this space, I don't think from a business perspective, it makes sense. You do reach a point of diminished return with all contracts. That's why you negotiate. At one point, this is too much money for one person. And this is, this is as much as I want to be paid. And then that's when you sign the contract. Like, that's how this works. I think if you put that much guaranteed money into one player and they don't perform or they get injured, which is a 100% chance in yep. this league at some point, then you are in a situ an impossible situation, which is, which is why... I get it, but I also understand from Lamar Jackson's perspective, you got to make you got to pay me more money than everybody else got then who's not named Deshaun Watson. Yeah. And that's completely fair. And I don't think they're contenders without him. Carmen, thank you so much for jumping on with us. We we got to have you on again. This was wonderful. This. this was great. This was great. Make sure you go and read her article and she has another article coming out tomorrow. Should I tease what it is? I mean, it's, it has to do with what we talked about okay. today, so, you know. Justin Fields draft stuff. Go check it out foxsports.com. Carmen Vitali. Want more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, 7 days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo! Of course you know us as the host of the number one rated Paulie and Tony Fusco show. World renowned. We all know you're sick and tired of these stupid sports shows where the hosts say stupid things like Tom Brady's the GOAT. Or LeBron James is good at basketball, which he is clearly not. See, we give you smart takes. Yeah. And we also bring on so-called famous guests from across the sports world and show them why we know much more than they do. You're off the show! Are you serious? Listen to the Polly and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. 
Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. It's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1 800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, Visit decovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The Lakers have 23 games left in the season. And at the All-Star break, LeBron did not mince words about how important these games are to him. It's 23 of the most important games of my career for a regular season. And uh, it's the type of mindset that I, that I have and um, I hope the guys will have coming back off the break. So they're not in the playoffs right now. And that lends to the conversation of what is success for the Lakers this season? Is it making the playoffs? Is it winning a playoff series? They have a lot to do in these, in these final 23 games. And I, I love that LeBron said this because I love that LeBron is making it clear that, you know, even though he just won the scoring title and set the record and can, will continue to set the record, He's taking the rest of this season very seriously. And I appreciate that about LeBron. LeBron is a winner. He's not here to just get statistics and have fun. While I'm sure he does have fun playing basketball, he has more fun when he's winning. But we've always fast-forwarded to the end of LeBron's career. We've always talked about his legacy and his greatness and how will he be remembered and how will he be compared amongst the greats. 
How will he be compared to Michael Jordan when everything is done? Will he be the GOAT? Will Jordan be the GOAT? Will LeBron have so many statistics and so many records that he'll pass him for the GOAT? But I think we're also overlooking how these final years will look for LeBron James and how we compare those to the final years of Michael Jordan. Because everyone always says, oh, we we don't talk about the Wizards years. We do talk about the Wizards years. All we say is we don't talk about the Wizards years because they weren't great. They weren't anything exciting or riveting or insane. They didn't make big ripples and it didn't affect Jordan's legacy in the macro, but it was the Wizards. And no disrespect to the Wizards, but this is the Lakers. The Lakers expect to win championships every year. They expect to be competing for championships every year. There are legends that have walked these halls that have won multiple lots of championships. There's lots of banners hanging over there. So if this ends badly, if this continues to be a trend of the Lakers missing the playoffs or being extremely disappointing, I don't know how we will look back on these Lakers years because they did win a championship. And I think, I think if it was an organization like Cleveland and she sort of, you know, rode off into the sunset with one championship and then not much success after that. We might contextualize it differently, but because it's the Lakers, I do wonder how we'll look at it. Also, he's playing alongside Anthony Davis. Now, to me, while Anthony Davis is an incredible player, his lack of availability is a very serious issue to me. That, that, that is a reflection on, on who he is as a player. You, availability is a skill. It's part of the reason why LeBron has had the legacy and the longevity and the numbers that he's had is because he's always available because he takes great care of his body. The roster, some would say it's LeBron's fault. I, I wouldn't entirely agree with that. I do think he's had some influence over it and maybe all the decisions haven't been great, but the entire roster is not LeBron's call and nor is it his responsibility. So while I can put some nuance on what's happened with the Lakers and how things have gone since the championship, I'm putting nuance on it. We don't put a whole lot of nuance on legacy conversations. So he feels the pressure of it. LeBron does because he's talking about it. I do wonder how we'll look at these years post the championship. And if we'll compare them to Jordan's years with the Wizards in the same way. Now, obviously LeBron won a championship, so there's really no comparison to the success, but the height to the lows, if the lows continue, the further you move away from that success, different types of narratives start to be written. I think you can, if you win a championship, you're, you're golden, you're protected, but the Lakers expect to win a championship every single year. Lakers fans expect to be competing for a championship every single year. Now, whether that's realistic or not, it really doesn't matter. There are just certain, certain organizations that we hold in that space. And I think it's, I think it's very important for the Lakers to make the playoffs this year. And I think it's important that they have some success in the playoffs this year. Keep in mind, the West is wide open. So if they can get in there and they're healthy and you've got a healthy LeBron and you've got a healthy Anthony Davis and you can move the ball around and you have some shooting now and you can get things rolling as you head into the postseason, anything can happen. But I think for this particular chapter in the legacy of LeBron James, I do think it's more important than maybe we're giving it credit for that they 
at the very least, make the postseason. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.